back. <laughs> Damn, it's been a long time since I've recorded with you face to face like this. For real, it has been a minute. But it's I'm glad a- to be here. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. It's been pretty hectic. Ty- hectic but tiring week for me just trying to get adjusted back into life after being on the road for two weeks right so i'm getting back into my groove going back on no carbs tomorrow Mm -hmm. just trying to get my life virgo season's four weeks away you know right let's just skip leo season (laughs) altogether let's do that Happy Leo season. Yay. We're here. The month of the lion. Going to be a lot of fire happening. A roaring good time. Did you like that? Was that funny? A roaring good time? Yeah. That's cute. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, crazy. Still thinking about Saturdays with Dom low key. Me too. That shit was fun as fuck. That was honestly really, really fun. I was glad to see all of you girls, but I honestly hadn't had a fun party like that in so long. It was great. Hell yeah. It felt nice to be around like-minded people, young professionals, everyone doing their thing. And it was sort of like a mini reunion. It was. There were a lot of Q's people there. Right. It was like the right Q's people. Like it wasn't a bunch of niggas we ain't want there. Yeah. Exactly. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. <laughs> shit. So aside from that and adjusting, what else has been going on with you? Steelers is kicking up. I don't know if I've let the podcast know, but for like the first part of the football season, I work with the Steelers for this charity fashion show. And it's a lot of work, but it's really, really fun. And it's finally starting up. The boys go to training camp on Friday, and then I'll probably be up to training camp the following weekend. And we're off to the races. It's going to be a lot of photo shoots and fittings for models. Because like I said, it's a fashion show. The players are modeling, their wives are modeling, and Mm -hmm. they have actual models. So it's a really good time and I'm excited for this year's theme. I can't obviously reveal that, but it's going to be a great time had by all. Nice. Cool. And you've had some big changes since we've chatted last. I have. A nigga is recording from her one bedroom apartment as we speak. Yes! Yes, Just all this space. I could parlay butt ass naked if i want hallelujah yes i don't have nobody looking over my shoulder mm-hmm. so you can bl- turn that music up turn all up. the way up and what's so funny is i live below a mexican family so we will let that sit yeah i hear a lot of bachata a lot bro there's no bachata <laughs> at all I don't even know if Mexicans listen to bachata, my nigga. Like, that's more of a... I don't know what... Well, I said bachata because I don't know what the name of their dance is. But you know the sound I'm talking about. Yes, yes. Hell yeah. But really, they have about four kids that live up there. So it always sounds like a herd of something running around. It's probably more than four kids. That's the crazy thing. You know me. I have no problem taking my ass upstairs to knock on the door, let the neighbors know who I am. But it was just too cute because I knocked on the door. Obviously, people are in there, 
but no one answers the door. I was like, oh, so you guys are going to be that type of neighbor. I see. Yeah. Next thing I know, I hear rattling near the window of the apartment. So I look over there like, who the hell? And it is two adorable little kids peeking out the window. Aww. One young one, one older one. And he's just looking through and he's like, yes. I was like, hey, is your mother around? And he's like, my mom isn't here right now. She's at work. Could you come tomorrow? Yeah. I saw an older lady yeah. sitting yeah. behind him. I'm right. like, who's the lady in the background? And he's like, oh, that's my grandmother. I was like, oh, okay. Well, this isn't about your mom anyway. I just want to <laughs> let you know I live downstairs and you guys are stomping a lot. Is there any way you could not stomp? Not stomp yeah. as loudly because really I'm not the type of person that gets bothered by noise simply because I'm from New York. And two, I love my music, so I don't really want you coming to me when I play. Yeah, so right, right. I'll deal with some stomps, but they were going a bit overboard. And he was like, yeah, that's my brother. I don't know why he keeps stomping, but I'll try to get him to keep it down. And it was just too funny because the fact that you have this little old boy speaking on behalf of the entire family. You know his grandma don't speak English. Of course that's not. why he was like, I'm right. not even going to deal with that right now. Exactly. <laughs> I just thought it was too cute. Check out the little man How in the house. How old do you think he was? Maybe nine? seven to nine or something. Okay. Yeah. And then the little was making most of the noise. He was like, I don't know, four, five. Okay, yeah, that seems right. And as soon as I finished talking to them, came back down, the noise continued. Yeah, right. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, it happens. But overall, I mean, shit, I am just happy as a clam. That is really good. I'm so proud of you. It's just been such a journey for you. And now you're like upgraded from the studio to the one bedroom. Yeah. Like, I don't know if people live on your own, but you might think a studio is good because you're on your own, you're doing you. But just the difference of having that living room and then having mm. another space mm. that's mm. solely for your bed, it's just... Hell yeah. And y'all need that. to know, bro. Shit, I am not afraid to voice my struggles publicly. And as you guys already know from the intro, I brought a one-way ticket out here. And that shit has not been a cakewalk. It has taken a nigga a year to actually yeah. get settled and find a space that I fuck with. Yeah, <laughs> fuck with it. And it's so good that it's in the neighborhood that you like. So that's yeah. like convenient for you. So that's Exactly. Hell yeah, the move was so painless. But a good week. A good week. Definitely a lot to be thankful and grateful for. Awesome. Do you want to do icebreaker? Yeah. Mine is a bit more serious. Is yours fun? Mine is fun. Okay, so <laughs> Mine is let's start does. on the serious note in light of what we discussed prior to Saturdays with Dom when we did our PSA yeah. regarding the shooting. At what point in your life did you come to know and understand that you were black and what that meant for you in this country? When did that click for you? That's really interesting that you said that because I was just talking about this the other day. My godfather came into town and we were just talking about a bunch of things. <laughs> and I was saying how when I was younger, middle school age, probably fifth grade, I remember talking to my mom and being like, I don't really get what the whole big 
deal is about racism. All my friends are white. It's not a big deal. We don't be having those issues. All the white people I know are really cool. All their parents are really cool. Like I was just telling this to my mom Mm -hmm. and my mom, I'm sure she was happy that I hadn't experienced any racism, but she still was trying to figure out how to let me know that's well and great. However, (laughs) that's not what a lot of people go through and stuff like that. So when I finally realized racism existed and that I was black and they were white (laughs) was when I was in high school. And for some reason, when I got to high school, I wanted to start making black friends because before that, I seriously didn't really have black friends. There were a couple girls in my neighborhood, but other than that, all my school friends were white. And so I was like, I want to have black friends. I felt like something was missing. I wasn't 100% connecting with my friends all the time. And I just knew that it was because life was different. (laughs) Hey, like, (laughs) and not even on a good or bad thing, just socially music, shit like that. Things were changing. And so I sought out these girls that are still my friends to this day. They were already a group. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, those are the girls that I want to hang out with. So like, right. I just started hanging out with them and we all became really close. And then I don't know if it was junior year. It was 2008. So the fall of my senior year, the presidential election is going on. We're trying to get Obama into office for the first time. And that was when I finally saw the kids at my school were not fucking with us because this one kid posted on Facebook that he would like to string President Obama up from the top of his Christmas tree. It was around Christmas time so I guess it was fun. Oh, and I was just nah. like oh my god. We were appalled that this was somebody in our grade who we'd known since ninth grade always been in classes with all this shit could say something so appalling and I just remember the five of us going to the guidance counselor's office and breaking down crying mm-hmm. like this shit is really crazy as fuck. They had a whole school-wide meeting where our president and chancellor talked about racism and racial insensitivities and all that shit. And we did that because I feel like that might have been the first time for all of us to experience some shit that close to us. And that's when I was like, oh, damn, shit is real out here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, unlike you, I didn't have any white friends growing up. Barely, you know, barely as in none. Maybe (laughs) acquaintances when I moved to Catholic school. There were a few white girls in my class, but growing up, the language just let me know off rip that color mattered. The way my poppy would phrase certain things and use the word white man all loosely, it just made me pay attention to color early on. And while I didn't understand too much about black history due to the watered down version that they always give in high school and junior high. Exactly. It took college, honestly, minoring in African-American studies and also joining this nonprofit org in high school owned by a very... Woke woman. Woke woman, exactly. (laughs) And she owned various businesses and it was just so interesting. This lady makes her own soaps. She does everything. She doesn't really support white businesses, but even still, it didn't click for me. It really, honestly, the wheels are still moving. Yeah. I'm still making connections to this day. Now I know more than ever the struggles of getting a job post-college, things like that. The fact that I've attained not highest level of education, but close enough. And it's still 
hard to reach a certain level. Niggas really gotta put in that work. Hell I can yeah. say that I've put in work to get to where I am today. Yeah. Sacrifices, all types of random crazy shit. And I know that right. these are not the things that happen to my white counterparts. So mm-hmm. not even to go off on too much of a tangent, but when Dr. Umar Johnson was talking to the Breakfast Club, I mean, just some of the points that he made in regards yeah. to how the education, the trajectory is not the same. Even if you go to college, get a bachelor's, get a master's, you know what I'm saying? It's still hard for you. And then it puts you in a certain mindset of when you do accomplish that. I did all of this. I got to look out for me. I can't really yeah. be worried about everybody else. And that's just how it is because you have to be so razor cut focused. If you want to get to the next level, you can't be thinking, well, let me help out these niggas that ain't doing that shit. Right. So and he definitely shed a whole lot of light on being denied business loans. Yeah, like, oh, we yeah. can't give you a business loan, but we can give you a small business loan, which I think answers the question that we had on going to black owned businesses right. and the fact that it's expensive or they got dusty ass products, right. things like that. But there's a reason why they have dusty ass products. Right. Because it's, it's because like they're, not they're not getting, getting the proper the funding. funding. And then privatized people don't want to fuck with them either there because it's like well what makes you the place that I'm gonna support and stuff like that it's just so many things it just seems so hard to see when the change is gonna come but I'm still hopeful and I'm still optimistic that we can get this shit together oh we all get it done for sure because yesterday I seen a video uh I forget which news station but basically the video was shedding light on the black owned bank in Chicago and how they had been bringing in a lot of money the last couple weeks. They've been seeing a lot more members transferring their money over since the incidents that have happened. So it definitely has me thinking of opening another checking. Or even if I had a savings there, a high earning savings account, that would probably be something to look into. For sure. Word. They're going to have to catch up with things like mobile banking, though. That's important. (laughs) Before (laughs) people really transfer all their money, they're going to have to get that technology up. But it's coming. Mm -hmm. One step. Once that technology is in there, I believe we can. Yeah, we can be good. Yeah, right. (laughs) All right. Transfer that shit over with one click. (laughs) Word. Okay, mine is totally not (laughs) the same as that. (laughs) No, that's fine. I wanted us to start off on a serious note because this is real it's something yeah. to discuss and if you guys have any comments still hit us up word so we're gonna go ahead and shift those gears right now let's all shift <laughs> together <laughs> let us take our thinking caps off right. <laughs> <laughs> so you know with groups like taz's angels and the Playboy Mansion and all the Playgirls or whatever. Would you ever like to try it out or like to get into a situation like that where you're part of a harem? Or I think they're calling it poly something relationship. It's not polyamorous. Polyamorous is... I think it is polyamorous, actually. That's when it can be three or more, right? In a group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So would you ever consider doing something like that where you just are loyal to one man, but it's like six of y'all or five of y'all? Lord, girl, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. I'm a leader. So... (laughs) 
the only way the only way i could be a part of some shit like that is if i am the hbic oh every bitch want to be the one the first hell one. yeah hell yeah, yeah. and i got to be the one because honestly i don't think that my personality is cut out to be amongst the flock yeah yeah i feel that you know what i mean like i wasn't even built to be that way so maybe i can oversee the flock but i can't be one of the flock yeah you still gotta stand apart in some way i gotta stand apart but also knowing that i'm in some kind of i don't want to call it cult like you said harem yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. i couldn't see myself being in that that's like a man who believes in polygamy yeah, can i be one yeah. of the wives oh I don't know if you ever watched this show on HBO. If you're looking for a binge, you haven't seen it, check out Big Love on HBO. That was a really good series and I really am sad that they ended it, but it was about polygamy wife out in like, where do they do it? What's in Utah, whatever the fuck, you know, where mm -hmm. they be at. And damn, I sounded so ignorant. I just really can't think of the state right now. I'm sorry. I'm high. <laughs> the Mormons. I'm sorry. I'm high. My mind. I can't, I don't know what state, I'm sorry. So anyway, right. they had the number one wife, the number two wife, and the number three wife, and it really was a hierarchy to that shit. And that's how it is with Taz's Cause it's like, like they wanna say, they wanna one. say that yeah. he loves you all the same. He doesn't love one more than the other, but bullshit. When you have that private talk. Bro, there is always going to be one, yes. trust me. Yes. Always gonna be one that you yeah, like yeah, the most. Really holding a higher regard in some way. Think about your dating life, Sydney, mm -hmm. and the roster or yes, whatever yes, you have going on. Yes. It's always going to be <laughs> one of the five that you just looking at like, I really want you to be my boo. Yeah, I really wish it was you, but I but unfortunately, these other niggas. Yeah, I can't yes. give you all my eggs because it ain't solidified. So I can't do We're that. We're not yet standing on solid ground. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't be in Playboy's mansion or Taz's Angels. I can't be one of Taz's Angels either. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you. I can only recruit for you. <laughs> I can help you build this empire. Yeah, we're going to be right here eye to eye, but that's as far as I could go, really. Where polyamory, though, is a very interesting Concept. way of life i think that it really works for some people i believe it does too but not my black ass hell yeah me either but if any of our sign me up listeners believe in polyamory hit us up let us know what that experience is like sign me up podcast at gmail.com right and that concludes our icebreaker and now, star talk. Hey, hey, yesterday was the start of a new Zodiac season. Leo season is from July 23rd to August 23rd. So it's exactly one month right, for right. this cycle. And as you may have heard me mention before, the Aquarius-Leo compatibility is an interesting one. So this will be a very interesting Zodiac to share with you all as the month unfolds. We'll get into further detail. But for now, all you need to know is when it comes to this pair, they sit on opposite ends of the Zodiac. So just think about what that means alone. Some more fun facts about our dear Leo. Leo is a fixed masculine sign with the fire element. There is one fixed sign for each element. 
and the Leo is the one for fire. And in case you forgot, the other three are Scorpio, Aquarius, and Taurus. Okay. So we discussed fixed signs in the past as far as stubbornness goes and how these type of people are great at initiating things. The advantage of knowing a fixed sign is their diligence. They will stick with something to the bitter end, which could in turn make it hard for them to let go. Fixed signs are not known for flexibility and have a harder time with change than the other signs. The Leo is the only sign of the zodiac that is ruled by the sun. While some of us may double up and yeah. two signs may be ruled by Mars or something like that, the Leo is the only sign of the zodiac that is ruled by the sun. I haven't pulled the complete book of astrology out in a minute and I just really have to read this quote that Caitlin wrote regarding the Leo because it just rings true in so many fucking ways. Caitlin tells us it is helpful to think about Leos in terms of the sun and its place in our lives. The sun has energy that is vibrant, healing, emboldening, and enriching. It's also hot just as Leos can be hot-headed, hot-blooded, and hot tempered uh oh <laughs> lord <laughs> 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 me like i just listened to that song the other day i love that me song me too Woo, i be wanting to hey mm -hmm. boy i like your style that's Come right yeah let's talk a while uh-huh yeah you i'm serious yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to do <laughs> Shout out to Lion Center of the universe or not, the sun is vital to our existence. It is this sort of power Leos thrive on, enabling them to be all powerful yet gracious and giving. Leos love to be in power, but they don't like to look like they broke their nails getting there. They are the sign of old money and the monarchy is the perfect place for them where they can impress with both their status and their philanthropic generosity. Just so you guys know, our president, Mr. Barack Obama, is a Leo as far as old money goes and yeah. philanthropic generosity. This would all make sense. So good talk, Caitlin. <laughs> Another good thing about Leos is they can see the funny side in any situation. So if you have a Leo in your life and you have a funny story to share, you know that telling them it'll be well received. Leos can also be flirtatious, but it's their way of reassuring themselves they've still got it. Do you know any Leos? I was literally just thinking like, I know she about to ask me if I know any goddamn Leos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't think of any right now, but this happened to me already earlier. So I'm sorry yeah. in advance if I forgot. It takes Takes time. <laughs> More to come. Maybe later. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> As for me, I know several. My relatives, my mother, my aunt, great aunt, cousin, grandfather, ex. Damn. Yeah. Oh, well, I know your ex. There you go. Okay, girl. Okay. That's one. That's one. <laughs> Don't even count. Damn it. <laughs> but yes. For some odd reason, it's crazy, but it took me thinking about Leo season and what we would discuss today to really say, hey, I know quite a bit of them niggas. Yeah. I know a lot of them niggas. And actually, I have a weird Leo story from when I first moved here. I was staying with our friend and in staying with him, we know how he can get. Yeah. He's not reliable. Yeah, yeah, right, right. He's just. So there were times when I would get off of work and because I didn't have a key, I'd have to wait for him to come. 
So I met these neighbors sitting in the lounge one time. There's this guy who's a Leo and he was ugly attractive. Okay, he had swag. Right. And I just remember it being the weirdest situation because he would flirt with me. Very obvious that he was interested in me, but his goal was to hook me up with his cousin. So it was really confusing. He seemed like he was being flirty, but then he was telling you something That he wanted, right, right. He was super flirty, but he was too busy telling me his cousin was interested. And I thought it was weird because we exchanged numbers. Yeah. You didn't tell me about your cousin until after the fact. Right. This is weird. It just seemed very childish. He was older than me, maybe 29-ish. The cousin was also early 30s. Okay. But I found it weird that the cousin didn't approach me himself if he was really interested. Because the cousin was there. The cousin was present. Mm -hmm. He just didn't speak up. The cousin was a Pisces, very quiet. Um, I don't know what his deal was, but. But I remember that situation being very interesting because even after he stated my cousin's into you, his cousin would try to flirt with me. But I could still tell that the Leo was slick after me. He would hit me up to smoke and chill behind his cousin's back. Oh, see how Negritos do? Sneak around the complex and chill with me by the poolside holding his cousin up when they would have things to do, have places to go. That is really something. You try to help your cousin out, but really you're only helping yourself. Usually his cousin would call like, yo, where you at? He would be like, oh, I'm coming from the store. So legit lying. You know what I mean? Just lying. Real selfish, Leo. Kind of seems like something the king of the jungle would do. The lion. Lion! (laughs) It wasn't even like we did anything. He was just being sneaky. Maybe the Pisces saw you first. That's probably what it was. The Pisces literally got his eyes on you first. And the Leo is probably friendly trying to look out for his bro. But he too would have taken the opportunity to holla had he seen you first. Right. And the Leo being more outspoken social butterfly he was like i got you Pisces. exactly i'ma go over there and put you on meanwhile i'ma put myself on also right leo's getting all lost and i'm the leader (laughs) and i gotta eat right so that's how that went gotta love those leos he was from chicago originally he had a child aka probably also had a girlfriend Mm -hmm. which is why he wanted me to do the pisces thing but he would Hit me up on Facebook and say things like, I want us to be together type shit. What? Oh, so he just totally switched it up. Totally. But then also, I think he was looking for a trap queen. Oh. He was looking for a trap queen. Yes, because he would ask me, do you know how to drive? I was like, yes. He was like, could you drop something off for me? I was like, hold the fuck up. Drop what off? He was like, nah, just drop something off for me. It'll be quick. It's literally 10 minute drive, not even telling me what the drop is. So I'm like, I already know what kind of game this is. You know what? And that's why he should just listen to two weeks ago when we made it clear that I'm nobody's trap queen. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. And he was just like, yo, I feel like you about your business. I need somebody like you about myself. I say, yes, I see that you see I'm doing my thing (laughs) and you want to bring me down with you and I'm not going. That's that. So stay tuned next week, guys, for Leo (laughs) Tales with Cheeky Bobby because I got a lot more for you niggas. Hopefully we can get something out about our ex, guys, if we're lucky.
That would be a, that would be a real treat. <laughs> a nigga just wanted to bury that completely, but <laughs> we'll just see. We'll see. We'll let you know. Okay. Oh shit. All right. Is it oh, my yeah. turn? Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. So for nosy news today, not doing too much, but I have a couple things for us. Congratulations, Wale had a baby. Yay! He had a cancer baby. Yeah. Wale. Wale it hasn't really been doing too much on social media and we've never really seen his personal affairs on social media he had to cancel a concert for the birth and then when his baby was born he posted this cute little pic of the little baby hand holding onto his finger and he said something like he's just so private and he didn't really want to have his pregnancy and the public eye and stuff but he's looking forward to being a dad and it got me thinking Wale is a Libra and his baby is a cancer and it got me thinking about relationships between parent and child and so even though she's a baby and she doesn't really have feelings about the public opinion and stuff like that but as she gets older it'll be interesting to see how she as a cancer reacts to being in the spotlight I read this little article that said the Libra is more okay with being in the public eye and dealing with stuff like that but the cancer is more sensitive and shies away from being in the limelight like that. So the Libra is going to protect the cancer baby and try to ease the child in the social situations because the Libra is more confident and can be a guide for the cancer. The cancer is going to want a lot of emotional attention from the Libra. So luckily the Libra is extra affectionate and able to balance that good. So I was just like, that's really sweet because he's already setting the precedent. Like I'm really not going to be with my kid in the public like that. I want to keep it private. And that's just going to work out because the cancer is not really going to be wanting to be all out in the limelight like that most likely just because they're private so I'm just like you're already on the right track Wale look at you typical Libra shit balancing the scales you know how they do yeah so shout out to you good luck with that word shout out someone else who's pregnant Ray Rice you remember Ray Rice right yeah yeah so (laughs) he and his wife are expecting a baby and recently he has offered to donate his entire salary for one season to charity if some team will give him a job. Ray Rice is an Aquarius and he has been unemployed for two years now and it's really taking a toll on him. Would you as an Aquarius be willing to donate money? Like how much would it take? How desperate would you have to be before you just start making outlandish offers? I'm expecting a baby. I need a fucking job. I will give away my whole salary for one season if y'all just let me play what would it take first i'm thinking would i even publicly let somebody know that you were that desperate clearly ray rice has no problem with asking for help right and that's great but (laughs) why hasn't ray rice figured out another means yeah i feel like that would be more of your approach like i'm gonna try something else because what i'm doing now is not working i'm like well clearly i did this so now i'm gonna take it on the chin 
and find something else. I'm not going to donate my whole right. season salary. Right. There will be no donation <laughs> of that sort unless I truly would like to do it. Not because ulterior motive yeah. type shit. Ray Rice, he really fucked up, you know? He fucked up and he's gonna have to get another job. He's gonna have to just change his whole career path. His wife is gonna have to yeah. get a job and they're just gonna have to be people who were once I think right own. now they're not like Ray is desperate but as a fellow Aquarian I have to say that there's gonna come a point in time where he realizes that shit isn't working mm -hmm. and then he will start to figure out new sources of income I feel like maybe this might be the last ditch effort if this doesn't work then it's really a wrap for me right and I don't really think it's gonna work quite frankly but good luck Good luck to you. I don't know why you would get pregnant at a time like this, but good luck. I feel him trying to figure out anything he could to provide for his child. And that part is honorable. Maybe, shit, I don't know. I was gonna say, what if they got pregnant to get sympathy? But that would be really fucked up. I'm not even gonna say all that. Would be fucked up, but again, that ain't really a surprising thing to think yeah. about. <laughs> That's true. 2016, people. Okay, so something that was just random that I saw. Remember Young Buck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So Young Buck was arrested for threatening to burn down his ex-girlfriend's house. And while that is like some Lisa Left Eye Lopez type shit, we really don't hear about those crazy things from men. Usually the woman that's going to take such a drastic measure. So he burned somebody. No, he threatened to do it. He didn't do it, but oh. they arrested him still because of the threat. Oh. Yeah. So he's a Pisces and that had me wondering about Pisces and <laughs> breakup because usually the Pisces is pretty reserved not really doing too much at least from my experience so I read some things about the Pisces and obviously we don't know their life we don't really care to know either just putting that out there but the Pisces can be unwilling to be pinned down or to accept responsibility so that could be an issue in a relationship not wanting to be pinned down right. and this is really true to the Pisces that I know um they really have commitment issues the Pisces is capable of resorting to any and all kinds of desperate antics to make you take pity on them so then I was like okay he probably had kicked up the drama a lot before this threat came out and he sent her a text threatening her saying I'm about to burn your house down and then he pulled up to the house and kicked in the door then he left and didn't burn anything down but they arrested him after that so I'm like he's gonna play the victim role he's gonna do the poor me act and he's gonna try to emotionally blackmail you because Pisces are the number one emotional blackmailers within the zodiac he's probably gonna try to put the works on you Pisces and cancer right. oh yes whoo the emotional blackmail from a cancer my grandmother just emotionally blackmailed me this That's morning a damn shame <laughs> grandma i told you about that shit and laugh about it after you got to repeat the things that people say so they could hear how ridiculous yeah, they sound sometimes exactly so when she heard that back she was like trying to laugh it off no girl yes. we're not laughing <laughs> this off okay <laughs> but yeah he threatened to do that and now he's in jail and because he was on federal probation this could be bad for him oh you took it too far, young buck. <laughs> <laughs> that name alone. Yeah, nigga, you buck-ass nigga. <laughs>
One final thing to wrap this on up. We're keeping our eye on Odell Beckham and Demi Lovato. There are rumors Uh. circulating that the two have been getting to know each other better, perhaps. I want to get to know you. Yes. Odell's a Scorpio and Demi is a Leo. Happy early birthday to you, Demi Lovato. Don't know if we'll remember when your birthday actually hits. They're the least compatible signs in the Zodiac. And I feel like this is a least compatible pairing, quite frankly. I'm not here for it. I don't know about you. Odell, you're so cute and fun and so Drake-like, like Demi Lovato. Really? That's what we're doing? There was no one else? I would have even gone for Odell and Khloe Kardashian. I don't get it. Dang. I don't I don't see it. So I'm kinda hoping that the Zodiac reigns true and Leo ain't got time. Because the Leo doesn't really like the Scorpio because they scheme too much. And I can totally see Odell being a schemer. Stay scheming. Niggas trying to get at me. <laughs> oh, shit. So, we'll keep our eye on that, though. You know how that shit go. All right, that's all. So I had posed a question to you earlier this week or whatever, and I would like to pose it to you here on this platform for us to discuss. (laughs) Go ahead, propose it, girl. Do you think timing matters? Say, for example, you really like a guy. He really likes you. You have a very strong connection, but there's just one thing that's just off. You guys live very far away or they're not really fully ready to settle down or something like that. Do you feel like the only problem could be timing? The only problem could be timing? Yeah. If it was just a different time, this would be perfect. If we had just met each other two years from now, we would be ready to be in this relationship or something like that. Yeah. I think timing is definitely important and it plays a part in this whole dating game or whatever but then say you do meet the right person and timing is off what do you do when the timing is right go find them or right let it rock right how does that work because you know people always say oh it's just not the right time right now i have so much to work on or i'm not this or i'm not that i respect it but what happens when the time is right and is the time ever right a part of you is like okay the time isn't right right now but then you're gonna try to find other ways to make the time not right later. Timing does matter, but at the same time, do you say just do it? Is that even the smart thing to do? That's dangerous too, to just say, oh, timing's wrong, but I'm gonna get with you anyway, and then it ends up being a fucking mess. I'm torn on it too, because I can totally rationalize the timing being off, be it I'm just not ready to settle down, or I need to get this out of my system, or I live far as fuck away, logistically we would never be able to see each other shit like that like I can understand that however if you really love someone or feel like this could be the person that you love how could you just let it go you know like how could you just let that shit that's the romantic in me being like and then they say to love is to let go sometimes okay (laughs) (laughs) okay sometimes you could love the person but you know that it's not gonna work out it's gonna hurt me to leave Mm -hmm. 
but I have to because if we stay in this weird limbo, that's going to be even worse. It's going to be the death of us. It is. And then this relationship will really be dead at that point. Right. Damn, it's a lot to consider. I was really asking on behalf of my friend who was talking to this guy for a really long time. Well, not a really long time, like eight months or something like that. And it seemed like he really was into her and they would go places and he would introduce her as his girl and all this, that, and third. And then all of a sudden, one day, just like a light switch, this nigga switched up, was not switched up like like he wasn't attentive. He really wasn't coming around. He was going out of town and just not even telling her, not telling her when he was coming back. Totally switched up. They went from being together all the time to awkward and weird and they weren't communicating well. And so, you know, she ended up breaking it off with him because it started becoming arguments a lot and all this kind of stuff just because she was confused and frustrated and totally bewildered. And then when they finally calmed down a little bit and were able to have a conversation, he was on some shit like, I just really didn't think that I could be the person that you need right now. And I'm still trying to get my life together and I'm not really ready to be in a serious relationship, but I really like you and I would want it to be with you. I just don't have my life together. I can't move forward in an adult relationship. And I'm just like, that makes sense. But I feel like you needed to communicate that during the shit or like let them know instead of going ballistic and ghost disappearing and then expecting me to be okay with that pack up my shit and just be like okay well that's done now like you know what I'm saying like you need to let me know what the fuck is going on so when you experience something like that things are going well between you and your guy for eight months or whatever and the first instance where he doesn't reach out or travels out of town doesn't tell you comes back whenever what do you do do you nip that shit in the butt and cut him off that first instance or do you turn the blind eye let him do that again let him do right, it again right. like it, it just, just becomes, becomes a thing. thing yeah do you approach it right then and there i feel like niggas continue to do what they do because we don't nip it in the bud we be on some strikes or some chance shit yeah. like uh he just traveled didn't share that part with me when he always did before i'ma just let it rock see what happens next time next time comes around Oh, he left again, yeah. didn't tell me. But I think he's really not in a good mood, so I'm going to let that rock. Yes, he started making the excuses. Do you know you felt the tingle yeah. way before then, but you didn't say anything? Why didn't you say anything? Because we just be so in love. Like, I don't want it to fucking... Sometimes you got to come up out that yeah. shit and yeah. really think. But also, you can't be afraid to cut a nigga off. Yes. You got to really just be like, all right, bye. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. With a stiff ass (laughs) Millie with it. That ass. (laughs) With a sturdy Millie on top. God damn it. We can't be giving these niggas chances Mm -hmm. because they really know how to abuse the system. That's so true. It's so hard to not give them chances. But I got to grow some balls. Yeah. You asking about timing and if timing matters, made me think about soulmates. Mm. Do you believe in soulmates? And if so, do you think there's one soulmate or we can have more than one? I do believe in soulmates 100%. And I think that you can have multiple soulmates, maybe not multiple, but I do think you can have a soulmate that you're not in a romantic relationship with. Just somebody that you're like- Soul sisters. Yeah, exactly. 
exactly and then i also believe in soul ties too where you aren't necessarily together but you have an everlasting connection basically it's just something about that person they'll always have a part in your life even if so soul ties you're not together but are you saying if you ever were to connect or get together you could feel that yeah it would just be there still even if you know that shit could never really be a thing so yeah i 100% believe in soulmates have i found my soulmate is that part of this question ah shit i mean we could make it a part of it have you not found my soulmate but i do feel like one of my what makes you so sure you haven't though that say some shit like you come into contact with them at least once i don't know what the actual stat is but something like that is there anybody maybe in the past you felt like it could have been but you was just like fuck it yeah a friend though not a romantic relationship definitely a friend but we have just strayed so far from the path i don't know if it's gonna come back together (laughs) i don't know i definitely thought that we were soulmates but maybe we just have some soul ties that person will always be part of my life and made me who i am right now but i just don't know if we can continue have you ever seen i think i heard of this from an old roommate or something but as far as soulmates go i think my old roommate her friend started dating this guy Mm -hmm. and she took something of his maybe a hat and she went to one of those fortune thingies and before she even gave all the other materials so this lady could do her analysis she mentioned something about the guy and basically she said something about in the past life you were taking care of him after world war ii type shit something like that shit oh shit so say you were dating someone and you were like, it's something so weird about this it feels connection. So familiar. We're just two. It feels familiar. And you was just like, fuck it. I'm going to go into one of those shops and figure it out. And you go in there and she tells you that y'all niggas was cutting it up <laughs> at the Cotton Club. <laughs> oh, shit. He was a pianist and you were a jazz singer. And y'all had some affair. Yeah. That shit sounds very fantastical. It would be cool if it was true. Right. Maybe because I haven't felt that feeling to where I could believe that something like that happened to me. I don't really know if I believe that. Too many deja vu. Yeah, the deja vu be real though. I don't know what I believe about deja vu, but there's something to be said about fucking deja vu. There is something to be said about memory in general. That's true. A lot plays into that, but that's a force that I try not to get too into. I really would never see, uh, I would never go to a fortune teller though. That's just kind of scary to me. I just always think about Princess and the Frog and the I got friends on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) That's just some uncharted territory I don't want to get into too much, but I will say it's interesting when I do hear these stories about it. Well, that's cool. I kind of like that. What you like? like I like that we're talking about this fantastical shit. <laughs> Honestly, it kind of goes hand in hand with this astrological shit because niggas think that this is fantastical too. When you just said, I got friends on the other side, bruh, that shit is so funny because I was just talking to 
to somebody the other day who was pissing me off because they said they don't really get into astrology because they believe in God. And I'm just like, why yeah, do people bruh. say that shit? Like, bruh. that shit pisses me off so bad. I seen a tweet that said you need a certain amount of darkness to see the stars. That and is too much. Bruh, there's a book called Dante's Inferno. Africa was telling me yeah, about I've it. Yeah, I've heard of that book. I just never read it. Yeah, it's kind of like a spiritual journey and the angel or whoever takes him through this journey takes him through the seven pits of hell and astrology is one of the seven i think the further you go the deeper you get and astrology was was like one of the deeper five ones. or six yeah what the fuck i actually remember when i mentioned being into astrology one of these guys response was you need to go to church what Whoa! Yo. it's crazy but you know what think about it science versus religion that yeah. is real mm -hmm. and here we are <laughs> spiritually connected to god but also, also right I don't understand why you know like in addition to or and i don't even consider them to be i feel like god created everything so why the fuck i just feel like he obviously made these connections with our bodies and our spirits to the stars and to the moon and to him also it's not like an either or for me yeah. i don't know yeah. maybe i should I mean, no, I don't want to do any more reading on it because it's like, that's what I feel is what I believe. I don't want something to tell me that astrology yeah. is devilish. We need to have more people on that don't fuck with astrology yeah, just as their, we had at yeah. Saturdays with Dom because we need to hear what that's they talk true. about. I want to understand why it doesn't make sense to them. I know that a lot of people can't understand what they can't see or grasp. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And it's interesting because, wait, aren't you an earth sign? Yeah. Earth signs are supposed to be so grounded, you know, within, like, the earth <laughs> that apparently y'all not supposed to fuck with this whereas someone who's an Aquarius or an air sign is likely because we're all airy yeah. and just so high above reality. Right. But then think about the Virgo herself, the virgin. Mm -hmm. She's kind of young <laughs> and naive. She's still getting her shit together. So it's like, we're experimenting. We're like... <laughs> the Virgo. <laughs> the virgin. <laughs> She's just sitting on this rock playing with this stick. Like, she's just dreaming, <laughs> you know? She's just Hell yeah. seeing her future come before her. So, there you go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Too funny. Well, guys, there will be no Tinder tales this week. Yeah, because we need you people right? to send them to us. God damn it. Send us your Tinder tales, your yes. crazy dating stories, your jacks, your grinder, your tumbler. No, not tumbler. Your bumble, your <laughs> actually a quick thing for Tinder tales though. One of our listeners mentioned something about us always saying that Tinder is definitely a hookup app. Jacked is a hookup app. She'd like to know about more apps that are dating based that don't focus oh, as much on hooking up. We did mention Bumble before. And there's this other one that I heard about that Lola actually told us about, which was Coffee Meets Bagel. Right, coffee Meets Bagel is supposed to be more professional and stuff. We'll get together a little list of things we've heard about and let yeah. you guys know. There's match, matchmaker. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Hello, Cupid, something. Okay. Well, we're going to work on that list. <laughs> 
<laughs> let you guys know. <laughs> also, if you are in the New York area, we have some New York singles that are ready to be matched. So, yeah, uh, let us know. Word. We're going to need to put these photos up. Right, we have to start doing like straight up bios. For real. Because um, we're here to bridge the gap. But also, if you have any Leo tales, if you have any firsthand Leo accounts, if you're a Leo, hit us up. Hit us up, hit us up. You can catch us at Cheeky Bobby at Sydney Poppins 2. Sign me at podcast at gmail.com at sign me at podcast on Twitter. Yes, sir. And we love to talk to y'all. All right. Anything else, my friend? Nope. It's been a chill episode. Hope you guys have a great week. Word. Sign me at podcast signing out. Peace.